broadcasting live from the Booze League headquarters. 16.0 ounces on the dial. The Commish Wiley Withers. Coley Wyman. Sandro Arevalo. This is the Boozecast. All right, let's get it started. In some of my songs, I have casually mentioned the fact that I like to drink beer. Akuna Mavodka. It means no memories for the rest of your night. <laughs> oh, I like that, and that is 100% true with me and vodka. Vodka is the one that does that to me. Like, there is no in between on vodka. Either I am totally sober or I am just hammered. Like, there's no, like, hey, maybe I've had enough vodka. I should stop. It goes from zero to 100, like, in a drink and a half. Like, there's yeah. there's no warning on fucking vodka. I hate it. Yeah. I've gone through little phases. I don't know. Sometimes I feel like I can keep it together and I'll have a good little streak. And then there'll be that night that, that that's the, like the last night you drink vodka for a while. Yeah, oh, yeah. dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Just zeroes in on you. It's terrible. Just roundhouse um, kicks me in the face. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome into draft 92, everyone. Uh, there will be no vodka here on this show, as far as I know, because <laughs> it'll make you, it'll take you in a time warp, make you think it's a different draft. Apparently, <laughs> that's how that works. <laughs> it's for the best. Um, we have a. How was your week uh, starting off? Me and uh, Sancho had an epic week full of uh, losses uh, that we're going <laughs> to get over to. Um, it is warm out. Most of the country is hot. I know it is here in Southern California. If you want to try a cocktail that is not a seltzer, but is seltzer adjacent, Coley's got sparkling water cocktails that actually sound amazing. We actually have some news today that I'm going to go over, and we're going to keep track, according to Beer Advocate, of both the best and the worst beers in the world. And we might do this on kind of a weekly basis and just see if they change uh, after perusing and putting together the list of the top, or sorry, the bottom uh, five beers in the world. I don't know if they're going to change much. (laughs) Oh, dear. Okay. I guess we'll see. It's uh, some some beer science, uh, I guess you could say. But uh, all of that being said, let's go ahead and get into our beer of the day. Beer is a fermented beverage made with cereals and water. The beer of the day. Let's get Coley up first with her Ninja Turtle shirt over there. Oh, yes. And the beer kind of matches my shirt, that color. Oh, my God. It actually does. does That's amazing. Okay. So I'm actually really excited about this beer. This is an evil twin brewing um, out Mm. of New York City. It's a sour IPA. And it's oh, called, yeah. What Even Is Blue Raspberry Anyway? <laughs> I know, the names are so cute. I've had I what love e- Evil Twin. Oh my God, their beer is so good too. Um, so this one has a 4.03 on untapped. It's 7% ABV. Alcohol. There are actually no IBUs listed on untapped for it, which is odd because it's an IPA, but you know, whatever, we'll roll with it. Um, total ratings, I believe, are 5,239. This spear is brewed with raspberries and butterfly pea flower. Nostalgic notes of lemon, candy raspberries, moderate tartness with a touch of sweetness. Again, mm. the color is like this murky greenish lime. It's like total Ninja Turtle color. <laughs> Considering everything you just listed, green is not what I expected out of the color. I know. Right? I know. I, it's like, yeah, it's a really odd color. It's like a, yeah, I don't know, turquoisey green even. The light might not do it justice. Um, 
totally smell raspberry. Like it is totally raspberry. Nice. I, I don't. Yeah. Wow. So it is tart. With the initial taste, a lot of raspberry. You do get a little bit of lemon, and then it kind of bitters up towards the end. And I don't really get a lot of sweetness. I don't know if it's because I brushed my teeth about an hour ago. <laughs> but um, that'll teach you, right? Oops. <laughs> well, I ate dinner, and you know, I wanted a, a clean palate. But absolutely, um, I am, I am in for this. This is this is great. Evil Twin doing it again. Delicious. I don't mind drinking this bad boy. Yeah, those sips you were taking, those air quote sips. There, you're polishing off quite a bit. You might, I hope you have another one on, oh, on deck. I don't. This is my, going my only one. Wow. Nice. Incredible. I think everyone, if they have a chance to try to get this, I got this via Tavor. We should try to look for it or any of the series, what even is blank anyway. I've had a cherry one too. Incredible. Nice. Yeah. Wiley, Love what that. are you drinking? Uh, Wiley, why don't you go? Okay. So, uh, speaking of Tavor, I mentioned last time uh, that we that I got my first Tavor shipment in, and that led us into the whole weird beer laws, like you can't uh, over-serve a fish in Kentucky or whatever it was. <laughs> right, right. Um, <laughs> so, this is actually the first uh, Tavor beer I'm featuring here on the Booze Cast. Oh my and god, I'm so is, excited. I'm kind of excited as well. I haven't actually tried it yet, but I haven't actually had a beer either uh, from either one of these breweries yet. But this is Collateral Damage. This is a collaboration between Brewing Project and Oliphant Brewing, not to Ooh. be confused with an Oliphant of the Timothy nature who was in Deadwood. Um, oh, so, God, side note. Oh. So... Who was the guy that was in um, that show, Drew Barrymore, The Santa Clarita Diet? Oh, I don't know, but I know what you're talking about. The dude looks just like Timothy Oliphant. Oh. And and I was telling a story where one of them, I don't remember which one, sent out a Christmas card where the other guy posed with the family and not one person noticed that it wasn't the right guy. Oh, that's and it's funny. gonna it's gonna come to me as Timothy Oliphant and and there are people at home like yelling it at their uh, at their hmm. uh, phones or whatever. But um, it'll come to me before the end of the night. But um, great story. I'm so glad. Like now that I made that joke, I'm like, oh Timothy, oh, that's what it was. They literally look exactly alike, and uh, it's worth looking up. And I'll remember it before the end of this draft, so you can all check it out. Anyways, collateral damage. This is Oliphant Brewing in collaboration with the Brewing Project. It's a 7.5 percent ABV. Alcohol. And the untapped score currently is 3.92. This is a West Coast IPA brewed with Cascade, Amarillo, Talus, and Simcoe hops. So let me give this a shot. Of course, it's not hazy because I'm not that kind of guy these days. <laughs> That's classic. That is yeah. absolutely classic West Coast IPA. It's kind of verges between uh, bitter. It's got a little bit of a, a more of a, a rounder, juicier, danker side, but it's not like right in your face bitter. And that kind of lingers a little bit. That kind of almost like a can't like if you candied hops, that's mm -hmm. kind of what the aftertaste is on that. Mm. Um, very, very good. Um, I can see. I think the uh, the 3.92 
um, is is right where it should be. I don't know that this uh, breaks a four. Okay. But still, a four adjacent, I would consider a fairly Super good four adjacent. beer. Nice. Yeah, so, yeah, I, um, I recommend it. Uh, again, that's on Tavor, or if you're in the area where Oliphant Brewing is, which is back in the Midwest. Where are these guys from here? Let's see. They are from... Uh, Wisconsin. Oh. Wisconsin. Well, nice. Yeah, so back yep. there, that um check it out. Good shit. Pairs right well there. with cheese. <laughs> uh well let's see guys. Um I uh was gonna feature the mind haze, the double mind haze today, and I still am, just uh not drinking. I got a little cold that I'm working through, so I'm trying to stay healthy. But um I've got some notes on it. De- definitely drinking plenty of it. It's a great beer. Um, you know, it's a hazy haven't been drinking a lot of hazies, but this one definitely is super smooth. It's 8.3%, and uh, you can't really taste any of that. Like, it's uh, just goes down smooth, super smooth. It's got a little bit of warmth on the back end, uh, more than, like, the regular Mind Haze. But um, let's see what good old Untapped here says. Um, it's got a rating of 3.96. Like I said, uh, 8.3% ABV. And uh, let's see, it says a little description is a pillowy, soft and smooth double hazy IPA boasting huge tropical notes of pineapple, mango, melon, balance balance with light bitterness and sweetness, Um, which is like a a great description. And I get to do a shameless plug here. Firestone is actually going to be coming out with mind haze mix packs so there's going to be like oh. variations of mind haze that are going to be coming out like they said there's like a mango one there's a tropical one um it already has those flavors already but they're going to be like more specific so that'll hmm. be something kind of cool to look out for That's but uh yeah great. it's a great beard it's doing really well mind yeah, haze solid. madness i love mind haze and i've had double mind haze as well and they are just great beers Fi- i mean look firestone doesn't do too many beers i don't like there, there are a few Dark and stormy, or as Nick calls it, Stormy Daniels. I, I, <laughs> stormy Daniels. Vom City. I, I couldn't. I couldn't do it. But other than that, you know, they. they Dark they and stormy. Pretty- I like that one. I because I, I like rum, so I sipped on it. It was. <sighs> it was okay. It was chill. I get. I get goosebumps just. You got the heebie-jeebies it. from it. Oh dear God. I'm letting it age for a while and kind of see when I come back <sighs> to it what what I'm dealing with. But I did have over the weekend uh, my first beer from the Brewmasters Reserve. Mm-hmm. Pack. I oh, haven't cool. yet. I haven't cracked into any of them. Oh god! And I want to say it was was it Dark Star? Was it? Oh, uh, Dark Ray. Dark Ray. Oh my god! Oh, that was my, that was my least favorite out of that entire really, package. Holy crap! I was so happy that vanilla e just. I mean, it was like drinking a chocolate cupcake, but like the kind you made, like when you were a poor little kid and you got the mix that you'd eat too much of when you're making it and all that, like the chocolate yep. cupcake that your grandma would make. And she wasn't supposed to make you that, but she did. Um, it tasted like that. And it was, dude, I was, I haven't had anything from there yet. And it was super, super good. And uh, I was well, down, cool. awesome. I was down a clown with that. That was my jam. Quality Great. stuff right there. Now pouring. The booze cast. Coley, how was your week? My week was great. Uh, it was a little stressful because I had a like I just had a lot to do, and I went out of town Friday through Sunday. Um, I had jury duty Friday, which is okay. Here's the best part about it. So I got in January and rescheduled as far out as I could because I wasn't vaccinated. I was stressed out about bringing anything home to Nick or my mom. And um, anyway, I pushed it out to July 16th. Well, a couple weeks later. 
Greg from the Unfiltered Gentleman, formerly now Craft Beer Republic, got his summons and I, he's like, didn't you just get jury duty? I was like, uh, yeah, you should reschedule for when I go. And he did. And then his wife, <laughs> Shannon, got it like three weeks after that. And I was like, well, you obviously know you're going to reschedule. So we all went to jury duty together. With COVID, they have it in shifts now, morning shift and afternoon shift. I was supposed to be afternoon shift based on my last name. But I asked them when I checked, like called and was like, hey, I'm carpooling. Can I go with some, you know, they said fine. As, a, as another WW, I understand. Right? <laughs> it's terrible. Yeah. So I was able to get in the morning shift and we sat there for three hours. And then at 11 a.m., they called all jurors to report back and were like, oh, my God, we have one hour until noon. This is some fucking bullshit. We're going to get called. I had a flight to catch at like 550 in Burbank. I'm like, oh, my God. And uh, they just said, thanks for your service. You're dismissed at 11. It was great. Went to Barrel House, had a beer, had some wings. And then they went to go play and, at Made West and Transmission, have a good day. And I had to get my ass home and make sure I was packed and ready and headed to the airport to Arizona for the weekend. Scottsdale. Nice. Shot some guns, some semi-automatic and automatic rifles. It was a little crazy, crazy times. Um, I was shaking and then I got a little bit more comfortable, but it's very scary and very loud. And I visited a brewery there called Fate Brewing. Um, their lighter beers were so-so. I had a smoked Baltic porter that I loved and a stout that I really liked as well. And are they are they in, where Where did you go to Phoenix or? I went to Scottsdale. Oh, Scottsdale. Okay. Oh, the so, entertainment district's in Scottsdale. That place is awesome. Um, Scottsdale in general is probably the best part of Arizona I've ever been to. Oh, like it, it's super clean and like I, I it kind of like it downtown has like Santa Barbara vibes like it's I agree. it's I agree. really cool so yeah I did that uh came home Sunday and uh was <laughs> I have a quick funny story I know it's been like the longest week ever I'm sorry but I have a lot to fit in I was sitting next to my boss Newbar. he's about eight years older than me he hired me 11 years ago I absolutely adore him like love him to death and he was super hungover. And uh, 15 minutes until landing, he takes a sip of water. And then he's like, uh-oh. And he reach, he throws up next to me. So we're in the emergency <laughs> aisle. So there's only two seats. And I laughed when he, we first got that one because I was like, oh, when you both want the aisle seat, it's like a compromise because it's only two seats when there's normally three. So he reaches for his barf bag and he's throwing up next to me. And I am like like a chain barfer, right? If someone else is barfing, I start to like gag. Oh no. So I just turned to the aisle to my, the CEO and the other, um, lady that works with me, my other colleague. And I just started laughing hysterically. I just started laughing hysterically. Like I was just like, Oh my God, you guys, new bar is totally barfing. Like he's, bar he's, he's vomiting into the barf bag. And I, I'm hysterically laughing. So I don't throw up. <laughs> and it was the funniest thing in the world. It's a good and I'm move. Like, Oh my God. I was like, flag down the flight attendant. We need a napkin. Well, the CEO had a bandana. He's all, give this to Newbar. He could keep it. And it was, yeah. <laughs> yeah I'd imagine. It was, uh, it was fun times. <laughs> I just, the thought of him throwing up on the plane is just. It I think that's one of my biggest fears is throwing up on a plane. I've had some <laughs> close calls where that's why <laughs> like I didn't over. drink water like on the plane. It's just like, dude, I just didn't want to have to fucking deal with that. I remember on that draft, you had mentioned that, you know, hey, I'm not drinking water because it's going to come right back up. And yeah. like you were nails, I remember. 
Yeah. Of course, I think you you also said that you almost died. Yeah, uh, that particular trip. But I need to yeah, I need to plan that out a little bit better next time. (laughs) Well, fifteen minutes before landing, so they're like, you know, seatbelts on. Do not get up to go to the bathroom. (laughs) And he's like, oh my goodness, wow. Is that the yeah. same uh, the same seats you sit in where they're like, is there any reason why you couldn't open this door? And they're yeah. like, you know, making sure that you're like, Usually. Yeah. good to be the hero. Yeah, they said, um, <laughs> would you guys be willing to work together? I was like, ma'am, I am in a dress. I am not opening no emergency exit. But I, but I said, sure, I will. Absolutely. Uh, this guy. Newbar's good. He can get it. Newbar and I will work together. We're a team. It's great. But. That kid, oh my God, he was so drunk that I, it, we just, we had a great time. It was hilarious. He made an espresso into a can of beer and spilled it everywhere. It was a nightmare to clean. And Your uh, your Instagram stories were great. You can follow her at uh, ice underscore coal underscore beer underscore uh, for more adventures in Arizona oh, and things good of times. that nature. Yeah. Well, thanks for letting me be so long on my weekend or my week. Uh, um, how was yours? Well, well, we, we got a lot to talk about as well. Sancho, you want to uh, talk about your weekend or your yeah, week? Yeah, mine, mine was pretty interesting. It was, I had a lot of work. Um, then, unfortunately, I've, I don't know, man, I've been dealing with some health stuff. I had a little cold on Friday. Felt better, dude, on Saturday when I woke up and hung out with you, Wiley. I felt great, man. Felt good on Sunday, too. And then uh, yesterday I was driving around for work and started feeling not so good again. And today I took the day off just to, I mean, last thing I want to do is spread any germs around or anything. So, uh, so yeah, that's kind of in a nutshell, my week, man, <laughs> it's uh, a lot of fun though, hanging out with you on Saturday. And, uh, I think he's going to get into all that. So that way I can uh, save my voice over here. Yeah. Let me, let me expound upon that. So me and, uh, Sancho, um, played in our first, uh, cornhole tournament is booze league on Saturday. It was held at, uh, Seward Brewing, uh, in Ventura, California. Super um, nice little brewery. Yeah, great little, uh, very small brewery, but uh, took over the whole parking lot. And um, if you're wondering how we did, uh, we went 0-6 uh, that particular wow. day. Wow, <laughs> great job. You know what, here's, here's the funny thing about that, though, and, and I'm, I feel like 90% of the people that play or that listen to us play cornhole, so you know this already, but the team that wins the round gets all the points. So even if you're short by one point, that team gets all the points. And there were a lot of times, especially starting off, we'd get like three corns, or as, as Nick says, corn. Corns. So we get three in the hole, and they'd also oh, get hey-o. three in the hole yeah, and one on the good. board. Yeah. And it's like, mother of, like, so yeah. it wasn't until late afternoon where Sancho came out, like Sancho Jesus, <laughs> and he came out and he posed and he threw it and two rounds in the ro- in a row, he got us two points. Yeah. So throughout the course of the day, uh, over six matches <laughs> and five hours, we got four points. And we were pretty happy with that. We were really happy with the four points. That was our goal. It's just a scratch, just to get any kind of score. Yeah, our, our second round uh, against whoever smoked. it was, we got like, no, no. That one we did not. It's it literally the very last one we got. Oh, just, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we were probably buzzed up and over it, and we just got just smoked. Because we're in the loser's bracket. We lost. Yeah. It's double elimination. This is the second one. We're like, all right, here we go. Yeah. But the second round, we got one round of scratch. We're like, oh, yeah. We tied around. Yeah. yeah, for sure. The yep. next round, uh, the next round again. You know, of course, we lost that. The third round, 
We scratched twice. We're like, yeah, we're getting better. So we yep. saw improvement throughout the day, but <laughs> you talk to a lot of those people out there. They play five days a week. Like Dude, a lot of the guys. Sharks really? out there. Yeah, Not even kidding. They're at all the different tournaments and shit. Everyone's like talking about the ones that they just did last week and last weekend and all that. So And even even if there's not a tournament, they're talking about hanging out last night to do it. When I was there before Sancho got there, I was kind of just warming up, just waiting for him to get there, tossing some corns. And uh, everyone's like, oh, you know, my arm hurts from last night when we're all just tossing bags and blah, blah. And all of them, I mean, I swear to God, it's like all they do. Yeah. And Good for yeah. them, though. They're good at it. I mean, some money need to be made there, I guess. It's a whole lifestyle, so. You know I will say funny? this. Here's what I learned about cornholes, cornhole tournaments, rather. Um, I thought it'd be a lot of college students. It is not. A lot of older <laughs> gents. I was going to say, it must be <laughs> yeah. older men, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah a lot yeah. older and. Most of them smoke, apparently. Apparently, that's Ew, still a uh, thing. Yeah, a lot of smokers. Um, that but, surprised yeah. me a little bit. Ew. Yeah, not into uh, that. There was one chick that played, and she's wearing an elbow brace because she's like an athlete, I guess. She probably threw it out, tossing corns. <laughs> but there was one chick that played. Other than that, it was all dudes. All dudes. Some yeah. in cowboy hats. Um, ESPN has, a, has, like, competitive cornhole, and they're sponsored by, like, Bush Beans. Yeah. Yep. I swear to God, it is like the most ridiculous thing. It was on one Sunday and I was like, oh my God, you know, it was it's on the summer. 4th of July Sunday. We yeah, we sat there it. 4th it of July. Yeah, dude. that's when we were watching it. You can't uh, spell USA without sausage, right? Because it was yeah. like the other one. <laughs> yep. It's, oh man. So that was Saturday. Um, Sunday, I did my first, it was a weekend of first for the commish. Um, did my first bout with paddle boarding. Nice. Got out there on a soup board, soup, um, and paddle boarded. Uh, we went a total of like four miles on the, a little over four miles on the old paddle board. Uh, took really? about, yeah, it was cool, a long man. way. I was standing up most of the way cause I was bound and determined to just make it happen. Cause look, I got to figure it out. I fell one time cause I tried to make a joke about the yacht club we were paddling by and I looked over my shoulder the wrong way. And I leaned a little too much, and the board went one way, and off I went. So of course I fell in front of the in front of the aunt club. Muffy, <laughs> did you see that man just fall off that board? Nice. I'm sure is what uh, was said there at uh, the aunt club. But um, really, really good day. You know, we went all the way out. Uh, we we posted up on a beach, had some quesadillas, um, drank some beers and some seltzers, and 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 ran around the beach, and then we came back, and then we floated. I swear to God, for like two hours, just tied the boards together finished off what we had in the coolers and there were a couple uh, pontoon boats that were close to us we we're partying with they had a dog cruising around that we were playing like it That's was sick honestly it was a great freaking day and uh i'm excited to get out there and do it again and i'm i'm glad i did it i didn't know how it'd go because i'm like dude there's no way it's like surfing i'm like dude, there's no way i could surf so oh like, it, yeah boarding? i did it, it in hawaii down like an irrigation channel and then it leads to the ocean nice when did I you guys do it? Uh, did you have a inflatable or like the hardwood board? A hardboard. Yeah, I feel like that. That's got to be Hawaii. It's got to be like it's probably super nice, like mahogany yeah, looking you, thing. Yeah, you rent it and it, it's a nice board, I guess. Sturdy. I'd say it was both harder and easier than I expected <laughs> in different ways. <laughs> so, but I only fell once. Stood up most of the time, that's so I'll awesome. take that as a win. That's way cool. So man. I'm just. There was a guy on a paddleboard in the Deschutes River a couple Fourth of Julys ago in Oregon, and he's coming straight for us. And we're like, "This fucking asshole! What is he doing? He's coming straight for us." And we're like, "What a dick!" Well, it turns out he doesn't know what the hell he's doing, and he's coming straight for us. And you just hear him go, "Oh!" And he falls, and his knees like 
smack the board. Oh, oh no. And you just hear, oh, and it was, it was great. Poor guy didn't know what he was doing. I thought he was being an asshole. My bad. Turns Sorry, out. Dude. Turns out. Turns out paddle boarding is hard for newbies. <laughs> <laughs> Harder for new bars that have been drinking, I'm sure oh, as well. Oh my gosh. The flying is hard for new bars. I could not stop laughing. What a, what a plane ride. This is the booze cast. Well, speaking, I guess, of like summer and paddle boarding, and you said you had some beers and some seltzers. Oh, yeah. I have the 11 best sparkling water cocktails to rival hard seltzers. Um, this is a food and drink article uh, by Pat Evans. And um, let me get into P. this. Ev? Yes. So obviously, they have like your typical ones, like a vodka soda. And it gives you all the recipes, too. This one sounded really fun. It's the watermelon spritz. It's just two ounces of vodka, chunks of watermelon, and soda water. So it's so, not a lot of sugar. Nice. Just so you drop it in, like, so you don't, like, soak the watermelon. You just kind of drop it in when you're getting ready to drink it. And it just kind of permeates throughout the drink. Well, it says another um, unscientific recipe. Pour some ice-cold, oh, puree some ice-cold watermelon. Add it to a glass with vodka and top with sparkling water. Ooh. Yeah. Sounds good. Um, this one's called the Highball. It's the best whiskey sparkling water cocktail. Yeah. It's just two ounces of whiskey, four ounces of sparkling water, and a squeeze of lemon. Super simple. That's almost like a Collins. Isn't that, yeah, right? Kind of. Isn't that like I, a Collins? No. That sounds good, though. Like, I never, like, because I thought Collins was like soda water and like some sweet and sour. Gin. And, and Is it gins? Because there's know. a whole I, Collins one family. Of them is. Yeah. There's like yeah. Tom and Joe and George and Bob and like whatever. Well, the best gin one they have is the Gin Ricky. Mm, gin Ricky. Yeah, it's pretty good too. That's, that's old school. Two nice. ounces of gin, 0. 0.5 ounces of lime, top with sparkling water and garnish with a few wheels of lime. These are great. They're so simple, but they're mm -hmm. still classic. These are great. And then the Tom Collins also came up, which is two ounces of gin, uh, 0. 0.5 ounces of lemon juice, 0. 0.5 ounces of simple syrup and sparkling water. Uh, this one's for Sandro, the best rum sparkling water cocktail. Ooh. They have the yeah. mojito listed. Mojito. Yeah, so, you nice. know, that's like a chilled mixture of rum, sugar, lime, and mint. And then, um, yeah, you can add some mm. soda water to it. Tequila. This one's called ranch water. Oh, I'm this, interested. This one says it's probably the cocktail of 2021 if you're in the know. It sounds kind of weird whether you think it's the water with ranch dressing or water from a cattle ranch, but really, the simple tequila cocktail is a delicious and refreshing way to imbibe on a warm afternoon. So it's two parts tequila, one part lime juice, and uh, sparkling water. They say Topo Chico is preferred. All right, so side note on that. Don't forget where you're at. Had Topo Chico, salt, mm -hmm. seltzer. Uh, on the paddleboard for the first I time. Saw, I saw the picture. How was they're it? Good, uh... They're good, but I still like. I'm still a Bud Light Lime seltzer. Bud Light Lime seltzer. Yeah, not Bud Light Lime, but the Whoa. seltzer. Yeah, because it's so like it's just so light. Sure. Yeah. It wasn't bad, but the funny thing is that you mentioned that when I was buying it um, at Target. Because not everywhere, not everywhere has. I literally because of you, Sancho. I looked up Toco, Topo Chico uh, seltzer to find it, and Target right. had it because because the grocery store did not have it. Gotcha. It was between that and it was right next to a big old twelve pack of seltzer called Ranch Water. <laughs> what? Oh, how funny! Not even kidding. And like they had like agave um, a flavor in that and all. And I almost got it because I mean the the branding was good. And I'm like. Uh, you know what? I got to go, like, I got to try the Topo Chico first. 
Um, but it's funny that they, they say use that because they were literally right next to each other. Wow. Yeah, that's really so. funny. Yeah, that's what they call it. It's in used there Topo Chico. That's pretty cool. Sounds good. Uh, the next one is the Paloma. You know, it's like a less boozy, more mm. fruit forward. Ranch water, as if you will. Uh, as it two, were. As it were. <laughs> this one's two ounces of tequila, one ounce of grapefruit juice, sparkling water, and a squeeze of lime. So that's oh, really Palomas. easy. I think I have a Paloma glass somewhere in my cupboard Ooh, oh, nice. for the for the there drinks I never make. I never <laughs> make a Paloma. I know. I got so well, many glasses like that, Next too. time I come over, I'll bring grapefruit juice and you can make me yeah, one. Yeah. Let's get it. All right. Uh, for you guys that like white wine out there, this is the best white wine and sparkling water cocktail. They call it the white wine spritzer. It's three parts white wine and one part sparkling water. Real simple, and you just garnish with citrus of your choice. How about um, a fresca? Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. Sounds good. Nice. And then um, the other ones, it says other sparkling water cocktails that we love is the Americano. It's one part Campari. I think we've talked about Campari in the oh, past. Yeah. One part sweet vermouth, sparkling water, and orange twist. My favorite, the Aperol Spritz. Mm. I love those Aperol are pretty spritzes. good. Yeah, I yeah. had one of those for the first right time, and it was it was actually really well made. I liked it. Steve O and Melissa made one for me when we were at Paradise Cove a couple years ago for like Memorial Day. So, nice. yeah, that's just three ounces of sparkling white wine, two ounces of Aperol, one ounce of sparkling water, and orange slice. And that's it. But I mm. think those sound absolutely incredible. A yeah. lot of them sound very low in sugar for and sure. carbs. So, um, yeah. It's probably as much carbs, if not less, than the sodas you're getting. And there's probably not a lot of sugar in it. Oh, absolutely. And then the the stuff when you add, like, the simple syrup or the sugar or whatever sweetener to those oh, drinks. That's, that's true, the cool yeah. part is, well, the cool part is, is that you could add it to taste. Like, yes. if you don't like it, you, I mean, I usually don't even put any in mine. If any, it's just, like, a fraction of what the recipe calls for. That makes and, sense. And uh, you could leave it at that. That's a cool thing about making it yourself. I feel like all those drinks, if you're sitting by a pool, require you to have a giant, like, sunshade hat <laughs> while you're nice. drinking them. And I you'd have that. be like, oh, yeah, I know. I think I've seen you in it. <laughs> I have and my like, Gucci those one. <laughs> those are all. I got all the Boozley one. <laughs> oh, oh, the Booney. Right. Yeah, I got the Booney. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I almost wore that paddleboarding. Uh, oh, you should have. have. That would have been perfect. Dude. Yeah. Well, they're expensive, and I'd rather sell them. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so Fair I actually enough. haven't haven't put a boonie on my on my head yet. Uh, someday I'll get. Just there. think if you would have paddleboarded with that, you would have came back and just seen tons of orders. People in the harbor would have been like, "Oh man, where, where do I get that? Where do I get myself?" Lovey, where do I get a black hat like that on a man <laughs> that just fell off that board? <laughs> that poor peasant's wearing really good headgear. I think I know. What, are you talking about the Pacific Corinthian? I sure am. <laughs> Corinthian. <laughs> Yeah, the yeah, yacht club. The, the yacht club, yeah. The Pacific oh. We belong to the Pacific yeah. Corinthian mm-hmm. Yacht Club. <laughs> <laughs> you guys. I think seeing that man fall off his board ruined my crab caviar. I um, expect to see the people from Schitt's Creek on there. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, before yeah. they went to Schitt's Creek. Yeah, before absolutely. they went to Schitt's Creek. Yeah, well, that's what the I mean with their, yeah. yeah, that's what it reminds me of. Because there is actually another yacht club right down the road. There's um, a few. Like, yeah, there's like Channel Islands Yacht Club. 
yeah. sounds normal. Like it's, it's totally way chill. At a cab, a yacht club. Yeah. No. Then you get Pacific Corinthian. <laughs> <laughs> that totally. sounds really hoity toity. Mm. Yeah, just the name alone too. I Lovely, shit. I, I, I shit money. <laughs> <laughs> Lovey, I booked us a weekend tour on the SS Minnow. That's it. Yeah, a three-hour tour? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's time to go pro with your bad habit. Booze League Radio. All right, uh, we're going to get to some quick news hits here real quick. Uh, shots of news. Uh, paying homage to the original Booze League shots of booze. The shots of news. And this one, man, I, I tell you, I actually found this story about a week ago, week and a half ago. And I was, oh, I was almost, I was almost in. And you'll see why when I read it to you. McCormick Seasonings is looking for a director of taco relations. Here's the description that they put out there. As the director of taco relations, you will be McCormick's resident consulting taco expert. You will be our official eyes and ears for all things tacos. You'll also have the opportunity to work with McCormick Kitchens, the team, to develop innovative and delicious taco. Oh, I'm sorry, they say delish taco oh, recipes. Wow. <laughs> Travel right. across the country in search of the latest taco trends. Dialogue with other like-minded taco connoisseurs across social media. And be in on the latest street taco seasoning mixes developed by the McCormick Innovation Lab. Responsibilities for this position include, you got to keep tabs on taco trends, troll TikTok, partake in virtual calls to learn more about unique taco offerings from taco chefs across the country. (laughs) And then you got to share all those findings with the McCormick team to keep everyone tacoing about tacos. There you go. Yeah. If they're listening, they should try to figure out how to do a reverse taco. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm trying could, to get my head around do, that. No, you could do that. You could do yeah. the cheese could be the taco shell and you fill yeah. that with the meat and then you put that around the hard taco shell. Ooh, there you go. Yeah. I was just thinking I'm if you had like, yeah, a big piece of I'm meat and then you put genius. everything in, inside the middle of it, right? Fold it up. That's not oh. Cole, I think that's how, uh, Cole, I think you're, so you, you do the hard Almost cheese. like they do a Parmesan crisp, yeah. but it's like a, a Mexican blend cheddar cheese or something. And then you like line that with some lettuce and oh, then shit. some, and then yeah. some ground beef and then sprinkle some Frito-Lays right in the middle or something. Oh, there you go. I would, I would just make a big enough, um, cheese tortilla, if you will, yeah. and wrap that around a hard, a crunchy shell oh, taco and so have good. the shell have nothing in it. Cause everything is around the shell. Nothing but dreams. Wow. And you know what's great McCormick is, is listening. I yeah. buy McCormick seasoning at Costco nice. in bulk. And there I mean, wasn't, it's, it's good taco seasoning, let's it be is honest. Good taco it is. Seasoning. And, and, you know, there was a time over COVID when everyone was making fucking tacos at home every fucking day, apparently. And was there that was, after the sourdough trend? Uh, yeah, uh, it was. Yeah. <laughs> When That's I couldn't funny. find flour to save my life, I'm like, wow, I can't. I, can't. <laughs> I literally needed flour, and I'm like, oh well, this is this is great. This is dumb. No flour, uh, but plenty of sourdough on your feed, though. Yeah, yeah. I needed to <laughs> make Ruby her dog cake for her tenth birthday last year, and I, I was like, well, I, I'm out of fucking flour. Like, and there was no flour anywhere. It was crazy. Oh, I had a bar. I wonder flour. why Ruby looked so disappointed when I last saw her. Oh, I know. Uh, she's no, I made it. It was this year. I didn't because oh, I'm okay. a bad mom. Okay. But yeah. Anywho. <laughs> 
McCormick makes great taco seasoning. Yeah, and they I do. Think we're, I think Looks we're good. onto something. Yeah, I mean that sounds great. So just uh, so to, uh, there are a number of other responsibilities, including developing content, including videos for Taco Tuesday. Reverse um, Taco Tuesday. Reverse, reverse. Reverse. It's Taco Thursday. <laughs> taco <laughs> Thursday. <laughs> Uh, taste test and consult on inspirational and approachable taco recipes. Um, post Did McCormick- you say responsible and approachable? Yeah. What? Oh, no, inspirational oh, okay, and approachable. Gotcha. I was like, <laughs> yeah, what's a, you can't make Eating it. Your do, own do, risk. Yeah, look, don't, don't make that after an endangered white wolf. Oh don't make God, that taco. Dude. Just let it go. Oh my God. Um, you got to post McCormick approved taco content on your own personal social media. And then provide, and this is, this is where they're going to get you, provide other taco-related services as requested by McCormick. I don't know what that means. It sounds kind of vague. It means that you're like sleeping and you get a call at three in the morning for some taco-related business and you got to go chop no, chop you gotta right go, away, hey. dude. I'm sorry. It's, it's like, especially if you're married, like, I'm sorry, tacos. And off you go. So, um, just the so we all- taco light comes on, like the bat light. The taco light, yes. <laughs> it's like a <laughs> Suddenly your whole room lights up and it's like- <laughs> Oh no shit, gotta go. Off I go. See you. Off you go. Um, so just to, to follow up on that, it's a part-time limited term engagement that lasts up to four months. You're working 20 hours a week from September to December 2021. Um, applications, you can turn it in today, but they're taken by a two-minute long video, no longer than that, and they're due today by midnight. But here's... Here's something that'll get people uh, like raise some eyebrows. Payment twenty five thousand dollars a month. Oh shit! To be a taco rep, not for, to exceed a hundred thousand. Three 000. months. Four months. So you get a hundred thousand. You get a hundred thousand uh, dollars for four months. Of Damn, dude, that's a lot of working taco with talk. tacos. Wow. Wow. That sounds so like a dream it. job, dude. It does, right? Is it and a I've, midnight? Uh, Pacific time, Eastern time. Because if it's Eastern time, I only have fifty minutes it's to complete Eastern my, app, you my two put minute that video. Like a two minute McCormick, what up? McCormick, what up? Let me show you the reverse fucking taco. <laughs> <laughs> you guys got you got two minutes. I can show you. Mind blown. I need you to sign an NDA oh on my reverse my taco. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, please. That's NDA, amazing, don't. Dude. Yeah, it's not patented yet. Yeah, so patent NDA. pending. Patent pending. But I thought about that only because I did uh, the uh, taco diet. Um, oh, that's right. May yeah. of 2019. I might come back to that here in the next coming months. That's basically all I've been living off of is tacos. So, mm. yeah. Well, Southern California, and I feel like people listening, if you're not in Southern California, you don't understand how much we rely here in Southern California on Mexican food. Yeah, man. Your local like, taqueria. I probably have, what, what would you say on an average week, would you say your taco intake is on an average week? At least four, I, three to four a week. Uh, I'm going to say like actual tacos probably once a week, but Mexican food, I eat it probably three times a week. I might get like an enchilada or something different, but I- See, for me, it's like a quick lunch. Like I need something on the go. I'll usually eat literally one taco and be fine. A taco and like a water or something, and I'm totally good. So that's kind of like my quick little lunch. So I eat them a lot on the go. I legit have probably six to eight tacos every week. (laughs) Oh, Nice. Whether I make them or (laughs) I get them somewhere, it's an easy, I'm like, ooh, tacos. Because it's basically like just a little tortilla, some meat in it, some lettuce, some cheese. 
Psh. It feels healthy. Fuck, I'll eat yeah. it. So, yeah. whatever. Hell yeah. Speaking of tacos, our second story um, is, is not as fun, but it does have to do... Uh, anyways, a uh, woman suffers a quote-unquote margarita burn <gasps> after a cocktail spilled on her foot. Megan Clancy was drinking with her friends in Sydney when a margarita was spilled on her foot. Although the 44-year-old dried it off and thought nothing of it, two days later, she started to blister. She went to the yeah. ER where she was diagnosed with photosynthesis dermatitis, though doctors weren't sure what might have caused it. Doctors originally explored all possible causes, including allergies. Basically, did your dog scratch you? Did you step on an oyster shell? Like They asked her a whole number of things. Um, to figure out what was going on. Megan then posted a picture on the grams and her friend said, hey, that's a margarita burn. So what's a margarita burn? Margarita burn is when the acid from the limes react with the sun. When doctors look at that po- or looked at that possibility for her, they confirmed that that's what it was. And what gave it away was that the splash had gone over one foot and then kind of splashed a little bit on the other. So if you put them together, You could literally see the pattern of the splash. It took three months for the discoloration to go away from her foot and over a full month for the swelling to go down on her left foot and then for her foot to peel and then heal up. Whoa. Right? That's That's crazy. And as long as I've been drinking margaritas, I I guess I don't spill my booze, but... Hey, if you're drinking margaritas and you get some on you, wash it off. Don't dry it off. Just wash it off. Get that acid off. No open toe Dump shoes. your water. Yeah, dump your water on your foot and ask for another. Yeah, I never knew that's a thing. And like, look, I mean, we're just talking about how much we do Mexican food here in Southern California. I mean, we've lived off of margaritas since we all hit 21. And uh, my God. We had probably the most margaritas on one tab, that one Cinco de Mayo. So, yeah. That was a good night right there. It was. I consider that my peak Cinco de Mayo day. That was a good one. How many, what did we get to? What did we get to? Was it like 60 or something? No, no. I don't think it was 60. 40? I want to say it was almost 30. Okay. Still pretty good. Between three people. Between three people. That's. And there were beers. 60 between three people. 30, though. That's good. That's solid. It's well, there were beers 30. also on there. Yeah. There are also Maybe some specialty like 20, margaritas. 21 or 22 regular, two or three like specialty ones, and then beers. And then yeah. two tacos, a cup of soup. Which is me. Yeah, it was Got to get that albondigas. <laughs> mm. so. Nice. Need, the, need them balls and broth, yo. And balls well, and broth. Be, I'm going to be totally like alert now. Woke on the margarita <sighs> Yeah, I, I didn't know that was a thing, but be careful. Because, I mean, you're in the harbor as well. Did she not get in the water afterwards? I mean, I feel like if I have margaritas, I'm by the water. I'm in the water. Yeah. I, that's just how I roll. I don't know. And here's uh, some good news for all those who uh, like ice cream and also getting buzzed up. New gadget turns alcohol into ice cream, including beer and cocktails. So the freezing point of alcohol is actually much lower compared to other ingredients, meaning that to freeze booze, means sacrificing the texture of the ice cream, also the ABV. Not anymore, though. There's a below, it's called a below zero machine. It uses a new technique to preserve the beer or cocktail and then turn that whole drink into ice cream. Hmm. The technique decarbonates the drink to remove any carbon dioxide, 
then nitrogen, then a nitrogen ingredient additive gel is added that lets the alcohol freeze inside the machine while adding sugar. That's all FDA approved and pasteurized. It's not like some weird science or whatever. Technically, it's a sorbet because there's no dairy, but the technique this machine uses preserves the ABV of the cocktail, of any cocktail that you put in it. Alcohol. Whoa. So that means if you put a beer in it, it'll make beer ice cream. To that, if you put a double IPA in it, it's like, you know, 8.6%. The ice cream it makes out of it is 8.6%. You put in a Jack and Coke, it comes out legit Jack and Coke ice cream at whatever ABV that is. Malibu and pineapple, whatever. Damn. So the guy- um, Mac my ass and call me Betty. Let's get that yeah. done. Get right? like some espresso chocolate martinis. That oh sounds bomb, dude. Like some yeah. mudslides. That'd yeah. be the only oh. time I'd want something like that. <laughs> I'll take a Mai Tai ice cream, please. Thank oh you. Gosh. You know, and just get just shit-faced off it. Wow. So uh, the guy who um, created the machine and is using the technique, he didn't create the technique, but he used the machine to make the technique. Um, his name is Will Rogers, funny enough. That is funny. But he does say that his favorite that he gets out of the machine is vodka and lemonade. And Ooh. says that that is a good cone. It's he says like on a, a hot day. Italian ice, kind of, because it's like yeah. a sorbet. It reminds me of Italian Literally ice. Literally exactly what he says. He says on a hot day, it's like Italian ice cream. Damn, what? that sounds so good. So what do you now, get it in? Do you, are you going to go over that? Like if you put in a 12-ounce beer, you get 12 ounces of ice cream back? Yeah. I mean, it just converts right over. Whoa. Everything's the same. Interesting. It's just frozen. Oh. Huh. Now, the thing is, right now, American dollars, the cost is right about $6,000 per machine. So as just someone at home wanting to do this, probably not a thing, but something that could be suited to a bar or restaurant and actually, you know, you're like, hey, I'll take a Jack and Coke uh, as an ice cream. They're like coming right up. I think it takes like five, 10 minutes to happen. So, you know, I don't, you know, you got to control the flow or whatever, but I mean, That'll, that technology will get better. And That's a cool that novelty. They, like, I can see someone yeah. buying one of those and renting it out to parties and shit. You know what I mean? Like, you just be off in someone's, like, high-end to-do. That would be kind of sick. The I fact that they we, ha- have it at the Yacht Club. <laughs> the Pacific or Corinthian Yacht Club. Can I get a dirty martini out of that machine, please? <laughs> <laughs> but the fact they can preserve the APV is, like, pretty awesome. So, scotch. right on. I want the scotch ice cream. <laughs> I like a McKellen frozen and an ice cream cone. <laughs> Puffy would like a Malibu. Oh my god! And Xanax. Thank you. Anyways. And your finest Basel Hardens. <laughs> Basel. 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 Yeah. Basel. Radio. All right, so this might or might not become a recurring segment. I know I check in on this occasionally. And in fact, actually, uh, with the guru, speaking of fantasy football coming up, yeah, yeah. Um, he used to do the start sip, uh, the start sip forecast, where who do you start? Who do you just take a drink on and not bother with uh, for fantasy football? And he used to send me, he used to like post up his whole article, and I'd go through and I'd check the top. Um, beers on Beer Advocate and the bottom ones, and I'd match them up according to the player, which one would, would work with that player? Like, hey, this one's a, 
you know, this one's more of the uh, heady topper, go ahead and put him in this, you know, that kind of thing, you know. It was his early booze league days. It was a pretty good bit, but yeah. a lot of work. And occasionally I'll check in and kind of see how things have changed. So this might become a regular bit if there's some movement in the top five and the bottom five beers in the world, according to Beer Advocate. I did want to do this with Untap because we reference Untap scores all the time for our beer of the day. Right. But Untapped keeps beers up in, in, in the upper echelons that may or may not still be getting made. Like right now, like the top five for Untapped are like all Kentucky, like KBS stuff. Oh, really? You know, stuff that's not being made anymore. They still got a high score, so it's kind yeah. of there for posterity. Nothing's yeah. beat it. But like literally three out of the five just aren't being made anymore. So <laughs> uh, it does not seem the case with uh, Beer Advocate. So let's go. Let's start in uh, on the top beers in the world today, according to Beer Advocate. Speaking of the Alchemist, number five is Hetty Topper. Oh, nice. Great. Eight percent by the Alchemist. It's got a 4.76 out of five. Beautiful. That's number five. That's a pretty high score. Yeah, right. Number four. Have you guys heard of Perennial Artisan Ales? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Barrel-aged Abraxas Imperial Stout at 11% with a 4.78 is your number four beer in the world. That was a beer of the day of mine when we did uh, Stouts. I got a huge Look bottle of it. It got me lit. Yeah, I, I remember that. <laughs> I thought it sounded familiar. I was going to ask you guys if you'd had any of these, like if you've been fortunate enough Sounds to try really these. I'm two for two. So um, let me ask you this. Number three is by Cigar City. Do you guys know which oh. one it is? No. No, I don't. Well, Maduro? Nope. No. Huanapu's Imperial Stout, double barrel aged. No, I haven't had that one. Eleven percent, four point seven eight. Also, the next one's by Three Floyds. Well I known. I love Three Floyds. Well loved on the booze cast. Yeah. Any guesses? Gumball head. No, I had I hadn't actually heard of this one. I probably haven't then. Marshmallow Hanji. Oh. Russian Imperial Stout. 15%. Ho! <laughs> It'll Damn, knock you on your ass. Got a 4.81. And wow. number one right now in the world from Toppling Goliath. Oh, wow. Don't say pseudo Sue. I King Sue. <laughs> nope. Kentucky Brunch Brand Stout. Twelve percent has got a four point nine wow. rating right now. Must be epic. So I'm just gonna go down to the worst. What do you think the number one worst beer in the world right now is? They don't. Hmm. Con- do they consider malt liquors beer or just malt liquor? They can, yes, they do. Is Made West gonna, on there? No, <laughs> oh, you bite your tongue, sir. Fig you Mountain. Bite it sorry, hard. Fig Mountain. <gasps> I kid because I love that was pretty fucking funny um I'm gonna go with like fuck what are those malt liquors old English or Mickey's nope, nope. Uh, <laughs> surprisingly no it's uh, actually the answer is actually more steel obvious steel reserve Bud Ooh, Light no. Corona Light uh, Natty you're just going Keystone all the, oh, wait 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 Keystone nope Natty Light. <laughs> Natty Light. Natty Light's the worst one. The only go. beer that ever gave me the spins. 
It's uh, classified as a pale lager. (laughs) (laughs) It's got a (laughs) 1.08 rating right now. Damn straight. 1.08. So um, I don't know what the score is currently on the game, um, but you know we're all in a bet with uh, Craft Beer Republic regarding the outcome of the NBA Finals. Number two is the beer we all might have to drink uh, should the Bucks pull it out tonight or pull it out next time. Milwaukee Best Premium, Pale oh. Lager, 1.11 <laughs> That's rough, rating. Dude. Uh, do they, the third, do they sell that in single cans? I think they only sell them in 40s. I feel like it's, that's it. That's what I mean, though. Like, like, a, like a single can. I don't have to buy like a fucking 12-pack of this. Ugh. No, no, I, no I don't think they come in packs. I thought they only come in the big bottles. I, I could no be wrong. Way. I don't, they come I don't in, go to that they come section. They in 12-packs. All right. Well, if they do that, we can split a 12-pack and just throw away the rest. <laughs> um, number three is Natty Ice. Pale oh, water. There you go. 1.11 as well. Oh, all of these uh, on, the, on the bottom five are all pale lagers. So if you see a pale lager, <laughs> just let it go. Just let it go. I, you never heard of it. You're like, what's that? It was pale lager. I wonder. No, don't wonder. Just let it go. Right. Do not touch it. <laughs> Number four, oh, man. Camo Genuine Ale. Oh, no. Ugh. I've never heard yeah, of that's that. Like a, that's a Hobo 40. <laughs> it is. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> that is a, that's the only one out of the five that's a malt liquor. That's a 1.12. And at Face. the bottom, uh, something that I've never seen in any store anywhere. I think it's an Eastern thing or midi or, you know, Eastern U.S. thing. Sleeman Clear 2.0 Pale Lager. 1.14. Wow. Nope. Yeah, so the uh, so breaking the Bucks are up by four, but there's a few minutes left to go in the game. So. Is this uh, the last game? <laughs> it could if be. If the Bucks if win, win, it is. Okay. If the Suns win, there's one more. Yeah. Oh, so. boy. Oh, now it says the Bucks are... My app says the Bucks are up by six. They say it's 90-96 yep, with four minutes six. in the fourth. Well, by the time this comes out, we'll either know or not what we have to do. <laughs> And I actually uh, reached out to uh, Greg. I'm like, hey, um, would you rather just do like put shots of Jaeger on the line instead? I think the beer is more fun. It is. But here's the thing is like, and I told him, I'm like, dude, Jaeger literally has the Bucks logo on it. Yeah. I mean, there like you either you drink it ironically because you bet on them, you lost or you drink it triumphantly. Oh God. It's 98, 90. Okay, well, we're probably going to have to be drinking a little of that uh, Milwaukee's Best Premium I, Lager. I think that is it's like... Still, it's still 96. <laughs> Anyways, I, check back to see what uh, we did. Uh, no, um, no. All right, nice. Well. <laughs> all right, we've reached the end of uh, Draft 92, everybody. I appreciate you all tuning in. If you haven't already subscribed, if you're just listening for the first time, go ahead and hit subscribe. And let us know what you thought. 805-892-6116 is how you can text us. You can also find us online on Instagram and Twitter at Booze League, Facebook.com forward slash Booze League, and of course, BoozeLeague.com. Uh, Surf and Suds Beer Fest is coming up in less than a month. August 14th, it's a Saturday. SurfBeerFest.com. We do sponsor that beer fest. You can find all of us there. Slinging swag, drinking beers, having a good time, probably tossing some corns. Um, come out and see us. It's an amazing time. 70-plus breweries uh, will be there for your tasting pleasure for four or five hours. So you're right on the beach. It's so pretty out there. 
Oh, it's such a great time. It's a, it's it is a fun time. One of my favorite days of the year. So you can follow yeah, Coley. We'll, we'll be signing autographs too. So, you know, just bring, <laughs> bring your autograph book and stop by our booth. Come grab a selfie with us. We'll even have a photo wall set up. Yeah, it's only cost you a dollar. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm Coley's going to cost you two. I'm just kidding. Because <laughs> uh, you a shot of something, something good. Um, anyways, we'll uh, tune into Draft 93 and we'll, uh, we'll update you on our bet with everybody. Um, and, uh, <laughs> we'll see how we'll it goes. See you, yeah, we'll see Wish you all luck. then. Uh, no, 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 no. We got to have faith. Yeah. Faith. Faith, cool. faith, faith. No, no, different song. Uh, anyways, <laughs> cheers, everybody. We'll see you on the next draft. Cheers. Cheers. I guess I'm now too legit to quit. I'm coming out the jacket because we're turning up the heat. I want to see you clapping when you get up out your seat. It's time to make it happen when we hit these streets. I'm coming tonight and I can't be beat. Watch out now. Everybody, watch out.